Welcome back to the Girl to Grown podcast, episode three, where we chronicle our stories and by doing so, give other sisters the permission to tell their stories unapologetically. Hey friend, welcome back to the Girl to Grown podcast. Episode 3, Segment, Dear Lady Love. The affirmation that I choose to share with you today is, I am acknowledging these feelings and will retain what serves me. I am acknowledging these feelings and will retain what serves me. I am acknowledging these feelings and will retain what serves me. The initial part of this affirmation for Episode 3 comes from one of the tenets that I learned in meditation. When you are attempting to be still during meditation, a thousand thoughts are going through your head. And this can be frustrating. But if you're me, meditation hit a little different. It transported me back to that feeling that I had as a child. Like I had forgotten everything that my mama had lectured me about going into public, specifically into retail spaces. Now, I am a Southern bred ebony girl. So there's always a lecture, a lesson, or something about how you be when you go into this place where you should be on your best behavior and basically be a statue. Be seen, but not be heard. Breaks. Now what we are not doing is not being able to show ourselves some grace and patience in this new practice. I just wish my mother at the time could have been a little bit more patient with me, but that's neither here nor there. What I am saying to do is to do an inventory of these feelings, not an on-site indictment. Whatever surfaces use that, which is productive, in practice and in real time and just categorize the other stuff and pinpoint a time as to when you will deal with the rest of your feelings full stop I love myself more. Episode three. There was a time in my life where I had co-authors in my storyline. It was me and the most high God almighty. And until that time, I had been socialized and modeled a very independent or option filled reality as a woman. But I wanted to be in a relationship. At some point, 
it became more important to be chosen and conferred with the titles of wifedom and motherhood. It had also been impressed upon me that there was no room for these type of ideals. That motherhood was my new dream. And there was no need to follow, let alone to nurture such petty things as selfhood or to allow them to take up rent in my head. This would be an unfulfilled prophecy. But there was something in me that became, and I guess always restless and seeking. And that energy in me knew that those realities would not be enough. I had to make some distinctions between comfort, security, and being quiet, and selfhood, fearlessness, and capacity. I had to enlist a crew of supporters that had the ability to be brutally honest. This would allow some actions to take place and is the journal prompt for the segment for I Love Myself More. And it is. I will reclaim the process as the sole crafter and caster of my life which will allow me to identify my tribe that supports my dream. I will repeat it. I reclaim my process as the sole crafter and caster of my life, which will allow me to identify my tribe that supports my dream. So, I encourage you ladies to use this journal prompt to explore your lives and where you want to be do you love yourself enough to aggressively go after your dream or at least to question fearlessly that energy that is with all that is within all of us that says something is not right. Hey friends, so we meet again at the Nine Lives table. Go get you a warm plate, cop a squat, and stay a while. We left off at the act of being dream casters. And would you say it is accurate for this to be deemed one of our many roles, or more accurately put, one of our nine lives? One of my dreams was to create a space for women to retreat from all of their layered roles. A place where they can reclaim their quiet, their rest, laughter, self-adoration, and admiration. And dance as, as if no one is watching. Amongst the like-minded tribe, you know 
Begin the process of mastering not giving no fucks, a place where we would identify the tattered and worn down places. You know, do some surgery, women stuff. We would recalibrate and get our vibrations back up. I share this as one of my nine lives, but I suspect this will be one of my many roles, a more elevated and affirmed one as the big sis, but especially as a healer. jobs episode three i got jobs queens translation multiple streams of income gigs and side hustles i too must multiply my streams of income and or monies in my life as you remember i have given you guys and myself the task of determining other ways to make money Okay, I'm going to share something. I have locks and have had locks and other natural hairstyles off and on for the last 22 years. Always done my own hair. And I also have two young adult daughters that have natural hair and I have done their hair. I have had people come and ask me, who does my hair? Who does their hair? I'm always afraid to, up until today, to utilize this talent as a means or a stream of income. But it is a new day. I have purchased a dryer and I will begin to start doing people's hair as a side stream of income. I'm also considering purchasing mobile homes and renting them out for income and starting a notary republic. Now the latter two is going to require me to go over into the corner and have a conversation with my guy. You do what you need to do. But in this time of the panoramas, as these Generation Z children's call them, we got to explore the many ways that we can have income flowing effortlessly into the crib. discovery 
And for some of us, it is a forced process. We are at home cooking and eating in ways that pique our interest and our curiosity, that challenge our beliefs about what our likes and our dislikes are. My tip for us today is to take a brief inventory, like a food diary, of what we put in our bodies. How much vegetables do we eat? How much sweets do we eat? How much meat do we eat? And try to see if we could increase the leafy vegetables that we eat, the legumes that we eat, the nuts that we eat. Can we decrease our intake of milk coming from cows? Can we introduce more nut-based or non-dairy milks. Are there times where we could have a day or two out the week where we could go strictly vegetarian all day or vegetarian for a couple of meals? So, okay, story time. When I was in college, one day, I wanted a steak so bad. But as you know, when you are in college, you should be categorized legally broke because you have no money. This is when I realized the level of poverty that I was functioning at. I got so pissed that that was the day that I decided I was going to give up pizza. That was in 1996. I haven't had beef in over 20 to 25 years now. And frankly, I don't miss it. But in no way am I encouraging you guys to give up things cold turkey. I'm saying be patient and compassionate with your taste buds and give things up at your own pace and your own speed. No cold turkey like no new friends. So let's try introducing more healthier options to our diet until we can make this our new norm. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I am a woman on a journey to love hard, dream big, and go get all that the Most High has for me. Thank you for joining us on the Girl to Grown podcast. Please come again.